Hello, and welcome back to the JRB podcast with uh, myself, Ryan Levine, joined here with Jeff Jones and Bowden Temnick. Hello. And uh, today we're going to talk about Photon Hypernova for somehow one of the first times. We've like vaguely alluded to some of the cards. We've never actually like, it always seemed like so distant, far away, and now it's just sneak peek is in like five days <laughs> so it's about time we've talked about it and now we finally know all the imports all the world premieres and just everything there is to know about the tcg set so i think we can go into it with um you know all the information hopefully will be a bit more helpful um so i guess first thing is uh if you've truly never if, if you have no knowledge of any of the hypernova cards I recommend that you just like pause this real quick, like look at the set a little bit and then we're, cause we're probably going to go into more detail on some of these cards. So if you have zero idea of what Akashira even is, this will not make much sense to you. But um, the first thing also, I guess. Also, where have you been? Cause those cards. Yeah. <laughs> also, where have you been? <laughs> yeah. But um, the, the cards I'm actually most excited for are not Kashira. They are actually um, some of the branded Albaz cards the card in this set that i'm actually most excited for is granule the dusk dragon and i don't know if i pronounced that right i probably didn't however it's like that Granagool is or something Gran like yeah that. it's 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 a french word i i have been told and the card name is the same in french as in english from what i saw <laughs> or at least that the, the, the first word is but um this is a card that i like ever since they revealed this i have been like I just like rubbing my hands together, like waiting, like I'm going to cook when this one's out, you know, just like I think Blazing Cartesia was such a cool card and it was really held back by the limitation of it can only make a level eight or higher fusion monster. So I felt like it, it, it really was much more limited in what it could do in like a, in like a, an at first glance, very generic card. And then now this new fusion monster makes it just the most generic thing ever you can just fuse it with any light or dark and you get to foolish a level six or higher light or dark from your deck or extra deck and then it has like another effect in the graveyard where it like or from the field or graveyard it's like floats like it, it's just it just does a lot and yes. cartesia is a card that i already thought was like pretty cool um this is another card that synergizes with brandon and high spirits a card that i like probably more than i should in that it Both now, of us are huge fans of that yeah, card, yeah. <laughs> in that it now gives you a reasonable spellcaster to send from the extra deck with branded it in high spirits so brandon high spirits can search cartesia first of all so it might already be in your deck because like that's probably the best that's like probably the most powerful card branded in high spirits can search anyway and then this is a good spellcaster to send from your extra deck to let you discard spellcasters so now you can get even more value on like shadals or something like that another fusion deck i've talked about this briefly in our when we were talking about the ocg ban list and we were like well what do you think would be good and i said i think this card would be good and then i don't know if that actually ended up happening i haven't really seen any um of the japanese decks kind of since then but i think this opens up a lot of different things that you can do and only get stronger with the cards we've seen from cyberstorm access because there's even more bistral and branded and uh you know despia and albaz support in that set so and i think Cyberstorm Access is finally the last support we're getting for Albaz stuff. But Okay, you say that, but then watch. I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> every time we think it's over, every, there's I know. more. I, I as soon as I said it, I just kind of like I kind of like made a face. I'm like, it probably I mean like maybe in like six months or like 
sales are down. We need more Albaz, <laughs> you know? But yeah, so that's my pick from what my favorite card is in this set. I also think Starlight Mirror Jade is really cool. I think that's a very, very, very good pick for like Yeah, at our end of the, the year podcast, I said that Mirror Jade was my favorite card of 2022. So yeah. I'm pretty happy that Mirror yeah. Jade is Starlight. Um, so what was your... What is your favorite card you think from the from Hypernova that you've seen so far, including the uh, premieres? Like it might be the yeah. new guy. Yo, I absolutely yeah, a hundred percent is the brand new world premiere card. Uh, let me make sure I don't get his name wrong. Okay, yeah, because Diablo Diablo Lantis, the menacing mantis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely gonna uh, talk about that like a lot. When we're talking Jerome about probably cards. had yeah. a really good time. Yeah. So I guess we will save thought. the analysis of that one until we're doing the world premiere card because I'm sure we you have a million things to talk about that. But uh, Bowden, what was your card that you're most excited for in this set? Uh, Torella Mint Cash Dira. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, every, yeah. Every, there's a lot of there's a lot of good cards. I, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of interesting cards. Like, um, again, not to get into like the world premiere one. I think that uh, the little dolphin hand trap sort of thing, or like hand trap esque, is very interesting. Um, because it is you know just like playable with all of like the other support we have, and it isn't as restrictive as Silent Anglo, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I also like the the synchro too, <laughs> but I, like out of default, just looking at you know like the OCG set before any import, like my default was like, oh well, like this Terrell and the Cashier card is actually just absurd and yeah, uh, insane. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I guess let's run I through like the... that though. I think like there's like just like a couple other cool cards that I like are the um uh what is it called oh my gosh oh the Dance big welcome, welcome labyrinth yeah oh, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. yeah i like ryan and i were like big fans of the the kind of like trap strategy and then i think something that is kind of unique i think the ice jade synchro doesn't get talked about a lot because it's a level 10 and, and Baron Baron kind of yeah. dominates the, <laughs> but it has a very unique ability that I think it's just very, very cool. So I'm maybe we'll go over it because if we go I over it, actually, already, am uh, not. We will we will get to that one because I I remember reading it when it was first revealed months ago. I mean, like this is kind of cool. I'm just like forgetting it existed. So yeah. definitely kind of just went over that one. Also, when you started saying like I know Ryan and I are a big fan of, I thought you you were gonna say Labyrinth, and then and then you said Trap Deck. So I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. Because mm-hmm. I don't know where I don't know where this like this like narrative has come. It's like whenever a deck building set comes out. I'll read them all for the first time and I'll be like, this deck looks cool. And then I will not play them a single game and I will not test them at all. And then for some reason, people will just be like, Ryan, you actually love that deck, remember? And I'm like, I don't know what, like, <laughs> I think Asala said like, I know Ryan's tested Exorcist a lot. And I'm sitting here like, I think I played that deck like literally for two games. <laughs> like, I don't know any of these two. I'm pretty sure it was when, uh, when they were playing top eight of Niagara. And they were just like, Ryan told us what to do against this deck. Oh. And I was like, I don't think he did. I, I, I don't remember. Apparently, apparently you didn't. Cause, I think uh, it was Ryan you who must have anyway, told them, but... right? Oh, uh, yeah. Probably. Uh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I, Wait, I don't who? know. Hmm? Who? What? Ryan you, probably, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They probably oh, meant Ryan you, uh, not me. I imagine. Potentially. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Basically. I don't know if Ryan, you would sell out. He's yeah, out. I don't He's think so either. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Again, I have no idea. But uh, Jeff, Jeff talked about trap decks. I'm like, I guess I like traps, sort of. Historically, I have not, but recently I've come someone, around. Someone clipped that. That could be a meme at some yeah. point. Anyway, um, yeah, I I don't know, dude. I, I, I think it's just been the, the trend because uh, all of the other decks are so convoluted. 
and it's also just like during COVID, you're not playing Yu-Gi-Oh as much. So maybe like you enjoy the trap decks more for like yeah. interactivity. Like you, you did play Sprite instead of Element at you know the one YCS that you managed to wake up and show up to. That is um, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that so did like, happen. And that, I, I guess he played, like... he's played Golden Lord a whole bunch. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, fine. Maybe the well, sure, that's fine. Yeah, all right, yes, fine. Brian, I can see Brian's this one. This went this went yeah. way off topic. I was just I just <laughs> this wasn't even all right. Whatever. <laughs> so for for this set, <laughs> let's. I guess we should start with with like the meta stuff. And then maybe talk about like a couple of like the weird one-off ones, and then the world premieres. I think we can we can talk about. But as far as like the meta stuff goes, Vishal Baldrick, very very good. It being a common is shocking. Uh, I really hoped it would just be a super rare, so it would just match the other Vishals. But maybe I've seen some people speculate like it's a common. Like Vishals are going to get destroyed on the ban list, and it's like maybe, but I don't think that really has. Mm-hmm. that much effect probably right. i don't know ready but... to go in- into like the deep shit i feel fairly confident that uh one of the problems i think that konami has put them like backed us up into a corner on is ots packs oh and i think sometimes sure. they intentionally print things that are good not in any sort of foil rarity so they can fit them in there because they run out of things to put in there which mm. is why I think mm. that this card will be like a super rare OTS pack. So it's very easy to do that. They've and done also that a few I... times already. Yeah. With like um, yes. the one that really sticks out to me. Well, actually, just this OTS pack, the most yes, recent li- one. Literally recently, they reprinted they, the, uh, the, the random irrelevant one, right? No, they yes. did two two of the Morphtronics that were common. No, there was like a random a random synchro, right? I think that's a Morphtronic. No, it was a Morphtronic synchro. It it's was, more it's, yeah, oh, and, cool. and then the yeah. and then the morph and then so. the other guy from Power of the Elements that also searches a morphtronic. Like, yeah, there were two in this OTS pack that were super rare that were common in literally the most recent set. So that is a, I don't, I doubt Baldrick will be a super in the literal OTS that comes out in like two weeks, but it could be. But but I yeah, see. What I, you don't, mean. I don't think that. Yes. But I see um, what you mean. It is. It it could be like you know like a Nerval type of situation where it's like, why is this card common? This is like the searcher. Like it does a million things, and they're like, oh, OTS super. Like oh, okay, sure. That also leads me to like a brief tangent of a second point where mm-hmm. I think that they need to release like more unique rarities in OTS pack because they. I, it also translates over to we see OTS pack cards printed as super rares, and then like a month later, there's a reprint set and the card super rare again, yeah, or foil again, and yeah. they, it's a repeating pattern. So in order to like make OTS packs unique besides the ultimate rares and like feel good and not just feel like oh I pulled the super rare, they also have ten super rares from another set. They should probably just come up with a more unique rarity, honestly. Yeah, that's a good point. I know like a lot of people. Oh, I think the person I've heard this, I've actually. I've, I've heard this from multiple people, but the person I've heard this take from multiple times specifically is I think John Moore has said um, he wishes they would bring the OCG style ultimate into some of our products and then keep the OTSs as like the classic style ultimates. And like they're they're the fact they have the same name is just irrelevant because they are totally different. You know what I mean? So I think more so he means like they should just bring that rarity into the TCG and like call it something else and put it in our core sets just to give sure. like something different about something, you know, because I, I agree. It is like really weird when it's like core sets have like, because like 
a card that was common being reprinted as a super rare and then it being reprinted in a reprint set at an added as an ultra rare in my opinion is the same thing like it yeah, was a common true. and now it is a low rarity ish foil like that's the same uh, like a low rarity low cost foil. Yeah, yes yes it's like it was like uh the one the one that really um sticks out to me is like the drytron delta it was a rare in genesis impact and then it was super in an ots pack and then it was just super again in the tins <laughs> and i'm like why <laughs> you know like what was the point but um there are some definitely that were like common then they were super then they were like ultra in a reprint set and it's just like that's the same basically and they're both you know and they're all a quarter and it's like i like that there are it's foil now but i don't think like an ots super and like a reprint set ultra are like particularly different you know yes and yeah i do i never thought about like adding back because turbo packs used to have ultras but that would also be weird too like i also don't think that quite solves the issue i think i agree with you they need to have like a unique type of rarity maybe even just like a stamp which like they're starting to do that now you know because the adidas promo for the shoes the dark magician has like a stamp it says like adidas on it and Mm -hmm. then presumably the quarter century rares will probably look like the 20th anniversary rares that they that that Japan got where they had a stamp. So I don't th- and speed duel cards have have a little stamp in the text box. They do, so yeah. I actually think it would be kind of cool if OTS cards just had stamps. Maybe not the ultimates, but like for super rares and commons even. I I don't know what the cost associated with that is, but if it's possible, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. So it's it's like interesting because it's something we just haven't had mm-hmm. uh, outside of ten thousand dragon, right? Like that was the whole thing. Uh, and speed duel, sure. yes. Speed duel, yeah, ten thousand yeah. dragon, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But, yeah. Speed speed duel's its own uh, its own thing. But, I agree, uh, but I'm just I, <laughs> they're yeah. still Yu Gi Oh cards. Like, I, you know? I, I I know, but like comparatively, if you want to have something close enough to like the uh, the Adidas or the the twenty fifth anniversary, twentieth anniversary like stamp stuff, I think a lot of that is just like propri- proprietary for um ocg so we might not see it like make its way into a u.s core set anytime soon but uh maybe the 25th anniversary box set will be like the sneak peek to it and maybe yeah. they'll just start using it more often i don't know that's man. when like, we'll know like definitively right when that comes out we'll see the little yeah stand, yeah maybe. like if, if that one is if that one is nothing more than like a literal like uh in the art you know what i mean like not like stamped necessarily but like stamped in in the actual like card image like it's just played it on uh not something that's like raised or embossed or anything yeah. then like yeah we, we just know like it's like oh i guess so like it's just done <laughs> instead of first edition it's a 25th anniversary something in the bottom right yeah. or something yeah yeah i guess all right <laughs> so again we really sidetracked off with hypernova but it was interesting regardless so um baldrick i don't there are no other bishels in this set right like no other bishels support at all i know i know cyber cyberstorm access has some but i think that's all there is for bistrals um and then yeah as far as like the the random one-off supports uh so costura has lost support and in that there's a tier element costura and a scare claw costura um as Bowden mentioned tier element costura is probably better in a tier element deck than a costura deck honestly like the effect doesn't actually synergize that much with costura it's mostly just like it feels almost like a Zephyr card where like the Zephyr cards were generally better in their own archetypes than like as a cohesive archetype, if that makes sense. 
generally, not always. But yeah. This one feels like, you know, like Zephra, like a, like a Necra Zephra card where you're just reading it and you're like, this ritual summons, <laughs> you know, like, why would I play this in well, a Zephra deck? Okay, okay. You know? so let, let's, let's look at it from like a, a design perspective mm-hmm. of like why this is also a Kesh Tira card. Yeah. And I think in concept, it's like, this should trigger your Arise Heart twice to attach, right? So that in concept is like sure because you're gonna good, banish good a enough. card, and then yeah. otherwise it's just like oh, it's a level. It's like yeah, like this can mill, but it's like oh, you have a rise heart. You're banishing one. You're gonna attach one. You're gonna mill the top three from their deck. Mm-hmm. You're gonna attach another one, and it's just not going to the graveyard because you'll have a rise heart. Yeah, on the field. and so I guess kind of I guess the only real question I have about this is from the the design perspective is like why does this have like if this card is sent to the graveyard by card effect, send the top two cards of your deck to the graveyard. Like why does well, it have that, that effect? Well, that's that's the that's the tar element part. Yeah, of it, but right? like <laughs> the Scareclaw Kostura doesn't re unless you're counting the the Scareclaw part of Scareclaw Kostura is the fact it can attack while in defense mode, which just that seems that is most like they could have just yeah. that doesn't really yeah. facilitate the Scareclaw game plan. No, 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 I, I, I understand. <laughs> like, like, like literally, <laughs> literally, like just it, it it is it is nothing more than like I I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like this this card could literally just not have. Uh, Kestir Ultra Element in its name, right? And it would just be significantly worse because it'd be like no other synergy. Of course, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like you. like its a, its effect could just be like generic COD X. Like I, I agree with you. There's <laughs> nothing like particularly unique about it. Um, but yeah, like when you look at the other cards, it sort of like makes a little bit more sense. But still, it's just like way too generic and only facilitates like crazy things. So it's, yeah. it's kind of annoying. So I want to take this time to point out that this is one of those things where I feel like. It- Japan is very poor at analyzing whether a card is good at bad many times because if you look at this card in a, a vacuum at itself, this card is not very good. Mm. But when you think of it was in combination of what the Chillman deck does, this card's fucking insane. Yeah, right? sure. I this is this is a card that probably when you're I, reading this set for the first time. We probably all read this and just like skimmed to pass it and was like, sure. I absolutely and then just did. Kept I was like, and it's like, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like on um, first glance, you don't be like, this is game ending. You're just like, well, I don't, I don't know, man. When like, you at, think at about this point, your when element, I read this like, card, we've already had Havanus for like a good amount of time. Exactly. And I, yeah. real, I was like, yes. I was like, this is absurd. But um, <laughs> sure. I think the the well, fact I that wouldn't it, say like, absurd. I because oh the fact is that it mills but does not fuse, and it's also not aqua. Oh no no no! So, like yeah. I, that that I that look that 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 is like a big a big issue. Like this card itself doesn't actually like it's also it's also a psychic, uh, which is like another <laughs> yeah. like probably like another concern in some like in some capacity. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's like another thing. But um yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think it's like crazy crazy. No, I feel like most people were like, like, oh, this is a tier limit monster that doesn't fuse. And when you're yeah. used to the other ones, they're all like, fuse into whatever the fuck you want three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> I guess. Um, I guess, let's, yeah, I guess we'll I, pivot I, into like, Kosh- oh, yeah. sure, continue, sorry. No, 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 I was just gonna say, yeah, so I think it's just another card where uh, it's like they they maybe when they were designing this didn't think like let's not like like, let's not give them another good one yeah let's just give them like this yeah. and then and the cards like, this are one's ridiculous. so good yeah. well they, they probably looked at it and they thought oh like this isn't havanous solely for the fact that like they have to banish a cast or ultra element card from their hand right on like turn one with nothing else engraved 
Mm-hmm. Like that, that was like the biggest thing. They're looking at it like they're, they're underestimating how powerful this card is going second into a lot of these matchups where, you know, you drew solid going second. I will just banish it from my hand. It's not doing anything mm. on my turn. You know what I mean? Like, and it, now I'll add it back with my spell. Yeah, I think I think also it goes to show like the power of the Ashizu cards because that mill three more often than not is going to turn into like mill a eight. mill eight, right? Yeah. Well, that that was just like all about testing, right? There's like so many avenues of like, hey, like I don't really get an opportunity to trigger a bunch of these effects. Otherwise, like maybe you're facing down something like unicorn or. uh the like Fenrir or something and it's like oh yeah well like now you just have another option to have us in certain spots of a turn where uh maybe an effect won't trigger right like maybe you do have the option now to just like activate this in hand take the minus one try and get lucky with your mills and like the whole world like it's not even getting forming. that lucky right because there are so many well cards no no no, no. Like, well, like it's it's still it's still, like you still have to hit like that's that's sure. what i mean like yeah i just think you're favored you are, you are like pretty significantly like, yes yeah. well you are favored like by a quite lot. heavily but, uh... especially because you can use both effects of this card in the same turn so if you summon one and then mill three and hit the other one it just mills yeah essentially it mills past itself and just hits two more right so mm-hmm. it's just like and then that I, might hit I, I just think, card, I think like, this oh. is this is very silly uh card design for where we're at now yes if this was just like earlier on right and we didn't have the issues with cards maybe this one's a little bit more manageable because i yeah. think there is a lot more playback imagine a world of no Ishizus, bestials and like two element cards uh not particularly close to like ocg is that now because i think that's a whole different you know ball game but uh, just imagine like you summon this by banishing a card in your hand on like your opponent's turn one right and then you mill a name and they bestial it and you're just like i guess so and then you start your turn with four cards <laughs> Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, how sick would you be? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, the first time I ever activated this in testing, I activated it. I banished, like, I think, like, a Merle from my hand. Uh, it was on my opponent's turn. Mm. And then I milled, like, an Ishizu guy. And then, you know, so I milled, like, five more. And then I milled Crime. And I just looked at my banished trail element and went, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was like, hmm. <laughs> like, this is probably, like, a design oversight of just, like, of just like truly when you really think about like how all these cards interact it's like the cost of this is just mitigated a lot of the time i wonder if they made it so thinking many. that because they red crime you're like there's they're like oh the chillman deck doesn't really banish any of its own cards so yeah. let's give them one that banishes i guess so maybe give crime. i don't know it was just i just thought it was hilarious <laughs> when, when i was like mm, i guess i guess i'll just add this i guess i'll just put this merly back in my pocket like who knows man all right, um, so those were the two Kashira crossover cards. Yeah. Now the actual Kashira deck, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff yeah. going on. The big one is Arise Heart, right? I think that's the big one. Like all the other ones, all the all the other ones just facilitate you making Arise Heart. So and our cards that were already out. <laughs> so so I guess like Arise Heart is such a silly card, um, and I think a lot of what it does at first glance. You, you know, like, you read it and you go, like, okay, it's macro. Like, that's really good. And then you read the rest of it. And I don't think, kind of like the other the other cards we talked about, I don't think you fully, like, register how absolutely, like, silly it is until you see it just be played and resolve. 
right? So once per chain, each time a card is banished, attach one banished card to this card as material. That's mandatory. So it's a mandatory trigger effect. So it triggers even in the damage step. So it triggers, so like if you just like attack over your opponent, also since it's macro, obviously if you attack over something, the thing you attack over will just get banished. So it essentially, when you're like attacking and all the Kashiras have effects that trigger when they attack. So the battle phase, something you'll actually be using in your Kashira deck, you will just attach things as material when Fenrir banishes cards. You'll attach things as material when you kill things in battle. And like, if you can just summon this in a somewhat reasonable, like in like a sort of back and forth game state, like you didn't get totally blown out by their turn one and you can like do anything, you make this, you have like one Kashira, you'll just have like seven materials on this card. And and then you can use its effect where you detach three to banish something, which will then trigger it to attach another card, which is ridiculous that it triggers off itself. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. I don't I don't know what I think. Like, I don't know what clause they could have put on it. Because if you do, if the clause is, if a card is banished except by the effect of Kastra Arise Heart, then it doesn't trigger off itself ever because every card's getting banished by its the effect of Kastra Arise Heart. So that doesn't quite work. But I don't know how you quite word it to like it would be very wordy and i guess like from just like an accessibility perspective it would be really weird to be like once we return you touch three banish a card face down this does not trigger the preceding effect of arise like that is you know that's like a weird it's just very weird but um you can just like wait what so so this triggers itself (laughs) right when you detach three to banish something, it triggers... Saying its that it's weird that it, its effect to banish a card will just re-trigger its effect to equip a card to And you it. just can just... So one of the cards you detach just goes right back because the cards you detach also get Yeah, banished. yeah. Oh, no, okay. Like, no, I, I was, so I was, just like, I was confused. You... I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah, but like, so like, I don't know how you would word it to make it not trigger off itself, but I think it's weird that it does in that instance, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and there are just times okay, when yeah, like, no, it can actually yeah. get ridiculous where you can just, you can probably make like an eight material Zeus with this, which is like probably maybe even arguably worse than just leaving it on the field, which is also funny that it's like, this is just mm-hmm. such a silly card that does so many things that are like so outside of the boundaries of what cards usually do, if that makes sense. It, it's just such a weird, it, it also being mandatory to attach a banished card is also like weird. Like that's not an effect they usually make mandatory either mm-hmm. i am glad they said once per chain because if it wasn't once per chain you'd attach like nineteen thousand cards probably <laughs> like you would it would be like one of those one of those like insector scenarios where like if something triggers to banish something like multiple card multiple effects the same chain trigger then this guy triggers like 19 times on the new chain but uh shangri-ra do, is not once per chain so if two things banish an opponent's card face down on the same chain shangri-la will trigger twice on that new chain and lock two zones which that one probably should have been once per chain also, but I don't know. This mm-hmm. entire deck is like, I don't like, I mean, I think this card is cool in that it's very unique and it's actually not like anything we've seen in the game really much at all. Um, I think whenever somebody tries to compare it to like a previously released card, I don't think the comparison quite fits. Like it, people are like, I'm oh, it's to, Dark I'm Law. It's like, not really. It actually feels like. It, it, it feel, it, it, okay, it feels like... Um... Not a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I'm trying to think of like sure. the, the apt comparison because there are like other other card games where like cards like this sort of exist and it sort of makes a little bit more sense. And like just the whole like attaching from like your banish when something is like getting banished, like having the option to do that is like I don't know. 
I don't know if it feels like a Magic the Gathering card or maybe I, like like a Vanguard card. I was going to say. It's just like taking... But it also just does something that's kind of taboo in Yu-Gi-Oh! in general, and that's messing with face-down banished cards. Yes. Most things yeah. cannot do that. Yeah. Once they're banished, like, based, like that's banished, banished. Those things are not <laughs> supposed to be done. It's like, Ryan, it's like... I, I, had the, I had the crazy discussion with Jeff before you joined the call, and it was, what if your opponent plays the same extra deck sleeves um as like their main deck right so yeah. like all their sleeves are the same and you want to uh arise heart to take the banish extra deck card you banish of diablosis and that that's like the ocg ruling right that was like the whole thing is like yeah you, the ocg you ruling should, says like, you're allowed to specify the card banished face down from the effect of diablosis but yeah uh, we haven't yeah. really heard how that will be handled in the TCG or like what you're mm -hmm. like, what kind right. of communication. Well, I think, I think you just go like when you use a rise heart, you're like, I'm going to equip the card that Diablosis banished. Yeah. And they're like, well, what one is that one? And you're like, well, it's this card. And they're like, okay, well, here it is. Yeah. Like you saw what it is. We both banished the card. Yeah. We looked at your expert together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like we both know what, yeah. Like that's actually true. That's actually like a really weird one too. Cause it's good. Cause it's also like, it's also like, when it gets attached as a material, it's attached face up, right? So, yeah. so it's like, we both looked at your extra deck. We both, like, I looked at your extra deck, I banished a Zeus. Now, we both know the banished face down card is Zeus. If I say I want to attach the card I banished off of Diablosis, like, we both saw that happen, you know? And then when you give it to me and I flip it up to put it as a material and it's not Zeus, <laughs> you know? Then, like, uh, there was an issue, I guess, but... Um, for desires, it's a little bit weirder because, or not desires, like I guess Diablosis' other effect. It's like, well, you know, Diablosis banished your top eight cards of your deck face down. You can specify like one of the eight, I guess, and like you just point at it and like, it, I don't, it's weird, man. Well, I it's think also like, it, it goes into like, um, with like Pot of Prosperity, right? Where you have, like, yeah. you use, if you use Pot of Prosperity and you have like Diablosis, mm -hmm. you have like multiple extra deck cards banished yeah. from different sources. So normally you could be like, I want this extra deck card, but now you're like, well, now there's a whole bunch of them. Well, so there is no CG ruling that says when doing your face down banished, you can put them in separate piles for separate effects. And I think that is insane. And I just yeah. don't see that being how that should be handled, but I don't know. Now I kind of get why now finally we have a card that's printed that it makes sense where you can't rearrange your face down banished because if they're banished by different effects at different times, it's actually really relevant for this because if something like Diablosis banishes your top five cards, right? And then Fenrir attacks and Fenrir banishes a face of a card on the field. We know the card that Fenrir banished, Right. So if I want to attach that as a material, if you've shuffled your face down cards, that that actually is kind of equivalent to shuffling your graveyard while question is being activated. Like, honestly, that's mm -hmm. kind of how I feel about like, that's like kind of what that is. So I don't know. It's uh, it is weird. It's a weird effect. It's it's an effect I'm kind of surprised they made because of the logistical issues that we're talking about now that I feel like usually they kind of stray away from effects that would cause issues like this. But I don't know. And maybe that's a reason, you know, maybe Japan just deleted this deck on on their list because there were issues, you know, maybe this is like too difficult to like facilitate or like cheating with it is too easy or it creates communication issues. They were just like, let's just remove these from the game, <laughs> but they didn't ban a rise heart. They just limited all the cost of cards. So I don't know if that's mm. the best way to do it. I feel like if you, if, if this card's causing the issues, you probably just ban this card, but 
We'll see. It hasn't even come out in TCG yet, and we're already talking about it like this. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. it's weird. I I I like it. Like I think it's neat in that it's new and it's unique. But I'm sure this is a card that very 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 quickly I'll just be like, oh my god, how is this not banned yet? And this card will be banned eventually, one thousand percent. This card, I look at it, and this is colossus or masterpiece you know what i mean it's just it's just one of those cards it's like it will be in the game and it will be interesting to build decks around it you know and it will be fun and it will shake up the game and then in six months a year it'll be one of those cards where it's like oh we can't design new cards because arise heart exists kind of like how colossus was and it's like i truly think this will be a card that will or just the costume deck in general will be a card that will get absolutely just destroyed, like eventually because it has to be because it will just over centralize what cards you're allowed to actually play. Not sure. Um, I think that covers. I mean the uh, the other costume cards. They all do. They all do the same thing. They all summon more costumes. <laughs> like that's what yeah, they all do. <laughs> all of them do that. <laughs> they they all summon more costumes, and the only things you're making are Arise Heart and Shangri La and like maybe some other niche rank sevens that you actually probably will never make. Like, like you're never actually making big eye. It's just not happening. You're never actually making flame. No, it's dragon. Like, like you're, it's like you're never actually making these like cards. Zeus. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're going to make Zeus probably like, that's it. You're going to make these and Zeus and like, I don't know the dark armed guy, like the dark armed rank seven, maybe because you need to banish a card from your graveyard, like maybe, but generally speaking, you're just going to summon more level sevens and make the in archetype guys because they're the best ones because they came out newer. Well, because they came out more like the guy came out 10 years ago. Like it's not, you know, it's not that great anymore. But, um, the other, I think like notable card is definitely triple, triple tactic thrust. Worst <laughs> card name ever, by the way. <laughs> like, I just don't know why that would be what this is called, but whatever, you know, it is, it is what it is. But um, what do you, how do you guys feel about this? Like in general, like the first time you read it and like now that you've maybe played with it a little bit, like what are your, what are your thoughts on what this card does? I first um, thought, my thought was like, wow, this card's pretty dumb. Um, only, I don't think that it is overly dumb right now, but I think it's a card that as long as it exists, it can cause problems in the future depending on what they release because it basically like it sets it dictates like the uh, every normal spell and trap they print for the rest of the game if that card is like absurdly powerful going first or even like going seconds this card can be used to grab it um you just have three more copies of almost every normal spell and trap in the game now like not like not that's a little bit of of exaggeration but for the most part, yeah. Like, all of these cards are so much more accessible, and that obviously limits design space quite a bit. But I... One thing, like, what do you mean when you say you don't think it's great, right? Like, like what about right now do you think makes it so not great? I, I, I don't know if it's just because I feel like Kashira is so... Uh, not Kashira. If just the... Um, like Chillum deck is just so oppressive that like a card like this just doesn't feel I feel like there's like no single card you can get to deal with everything that Chillum does. That's the problem, I think. 
I think it does so much and has so much going for it that I, I just don't know what what you're doing with the one card most of the time. Sure. I'll argue that you're not necessarily this isn't necessarily supposed to like get the card that auto wins the duel necessarily. It it absolutely could. And in formats where the decks are weaker, it absolutely will. <laughs> you know? Like in Yeah, that's in for, that, yeah. that's my major <laughs> issue. That in slower formats or against things that are like more mid range, this card could be like a complete upset in like a mid range matchup. Yeah. But but um for the most part, I guess the idea of it is like you're playing against your elements and you pick away at their field with whatever cards in your hand and then they use some of their interactions. And for your elements, you mostly know what interactions they have because you know what all the fusions do and you know, like, you know, they have a back row. It's like, oh, I guess you search Solix, so it's probably Solix, you know. And then you use this more or less, I think, to like search for a card that helps you like assail what they haven't used yet. But even then, because it's limited to normal spells and traps, which is not a big limit. I mean, traps, it's like, you're not, you're probably not searching a normal trap to like help you. Like it's the only one you'll searching. The only two you that's can like search to do anything match. is evenly or, or imperm. And like, you know, that's sure. Like that's one, but generally speaking, it'll be a spell. And then you're like, okay, so what spell are you getting? It's like, well, only spells you put in your deck. So, like, how many of these weird spells are you actually putting in your deck? So then, okay, what about Engine? It's like, well, you, you can get Instant Fusion, you can get Terraforming, you know, for field spells. Like, those are very strong cards, right? Um, but, like, is, is oh, it... Oh, that was something I, I noted when we, we saw that card, like, released. I, I literally said instinct, like, instinctively was just, they are never going to hit Terraforming ever now, right? Yeah, I guess. Because it's as just long the one as, as long as they hit, like... Card. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, right? I, I think you're going to see a lot more uh, of the, the silly one-offs just, like, exist forever solely because of cards like this until, like, this card just becomes an issue and gets hit, yeah. right? Um, Which is, like, what I... Like, so... So... What I like about this card, in general, is it maybe helps with siding in that your side deck now could technically be three of this and then, like, nine different <laughs> one-offs. And now, essentially, you have four ins and outs in a bunch of matchups, right? Because, and and now you have basically four copies of nine different side cards, and you used 12 spaces to do that, right? You know, as an example, probably not going to have nine continue, uh, you know, nine or probably it'll be like, the break-even point is like three, I guess, is like when you're actually benefiting off of it. That's when you're, because if you only have two, you could just, you know, use three copies of it and three copies and that's six slots as opposed to three. And I guess it's one extra slot. But so when you have, you know, like three different cards that you're grabbing, now you're essentially saving three side deck spaces to have more or less the same consistency, depending on how the matchup works out against trap decks. You can't really rely on them necessarily using monster effects and like controlling Mm. a monster. Otherwise the monster they control is probably something doing a lot to you you know, that will prevent your spell from really doing something. Um, but well, that that's the issue, right? Like that was, that was the whole thing. It's like, if you, if you look at these cards over like the last three years, mm. and I think it's similar to something like Kurikara as well, where like, imagine Kurikara in the like sword soul format or something, right? Where it's yeah. just like, Hey, you have all of these decks that like, uh, not generating like particularly unbreakable boards, but it's just like efficiency. And like, these cards are trading really, really well. Like Baron mm-hmm. Shizhou. And then you Kurikara get rid of all of them. And then you take their Baron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. Li- literally just, just stuff like that where it's like, oh, imagine like, um, like 
thrust when the format becomes nice and and even, right? Like, because Tia doesn't have to uh, do anything that plays into thrust like too often. Like it does, but it doesn't. Um, and like when it does play into it, it's like you can sort of offset it by all of these like grave effects and everything else. And like every other deck is just so much less powerful than Tia, so it's only really dictated by the mirror match. Blah blah blah. So it's like very, really convoluted. But I think, like like Jeff said, you'll definitely see issues in the future, just solely because of like how polarizing the card quality is for the generic cards, which are just you know mostly normal spells. Even just like traps as well is probably going to be like another issue too. Like you're just going to be able to do this in like your labyrinth deck more than half the time, and it's probably going to like set you up and just like snowball, you know, similar to like Alter Guys, where it's like, oh, I drew like part of extravagance or something like I, you know what i mean like i drew desires and now i'm plus two on you and it, this is just going to be like way more swingy than you'd like but i don't know it, it, it's it's a weird thing it's 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 going to be really interesting to see what happens after a ban list for a card a card like this specifically because I, yeah. I think tactics is kind of unhealthy as well um where it's like tactics is either really really good or really really bad and we've seen that since it came out right like tactics has not been a staple uh, that's just that you know, you know what I mean. Like it's it's existed. But yeah, it's, not being it's a kind of come in and out of the format. Yeah, like it's yeah, definitely, yeah, it's definitely yeah. so come in and out because it has applications in some decks and against some decks and doesn't have application against other decks. So when you look at a card like Thrust as well, though, right? When you look at the the whole thing of like, oh, some people might be uh, crying that it's like, oh, you know, it's like non restrictive tactics or something where it's just like I I can't you know, you can play around tactics, but like sometimes you you cannot right. Like, what, what you know what I mean? Like, oh, thrust is like the same as tactics 99% of the time in respect to like most of the effects are going to be triggered in main phase one anyway. The benefit of thrust is that when your opponent guns their effect in the draw phase of like a blanket effect, like dimension shifter or abyss swallow or something silly, you know, like you get to activate it. I don't know. It's, it, I, I think that card is like, I think if tactics said monster effect at any point, it would probably just be very like Im just imbalanced, like kind of ridiculous but i i think thrust for what it is is like kind of manageable and same as most other cards in the game for like the longest time only as good as the cards you're able to get off it so we could probably just you know it, it just do probably doesn't have to exist because of that reason like cards like that are just never healthy because you have to keep so many other things in check as yeah. you go but like overly generic like tutoring effects <laughs> are gonna be like as the game goes on, like how this, like this card will never be power crept because if the cards and Yu-Gi-Oh get better, all this card does is search them. So it'll just mm. search the better cards, right? Like an effect like that cannot yeah. get power crept. Like it will only get better. So yeah, we'll see how this plays out. I'm, I'm, so on the one hand, I think this card is, okay, this is going to sound so stupid, but please bear with me. On, mm -hmm. I can see one argument to say, this card literally will never be better than it is now. And another argument, this card will literally never be worse than it is now. Allow me to explain. Yeah. What I think no, I, makes I, this I, card literally never going to be better than it is now is you look at people's decks. Every single deck. Trailment plays on your plays on your opponent's turn. It mills everything. Bishols are in every mm -hmm. deck. So the odds of your opponent having a monster on their field, you going first, hopefully will never be higher. I hope in Yu-Gi-Oh there will never be a time when your opponent will have a monster on their field on your first turn going first more often than there is now. So one point mm. for thrust. It'll be live. You know, you're playing a Trellant Mirror. You mow them both five. They make a fusion or they bishel you. Thrust, you can you, you can search your card and activate it. Um, why I think this card also on the, on the other hand will never be worse than it is now. You look at these decks. This, this doesn't apply to, to the tier mirror specifically because you have the Ishizu Shufflers to put your cards back in your deck. But... 
we were in a format where let's say you're playing sprite right against uh tier they're gonna mill you 10 cards right um it would be a shame if you can get to resolve your thrust but in the 10 cards they milled they milled your one of card you wanted mm. right and you have That's no way to recur it similarly hashtira uh i'll banish the top eight cards of your deck i see well i hope when a fifth of my deck was just removed <laughs> you know it didn't have the card i want to search off of thrust um and yeah. sometimes uh, diabolosis will banish uh, uh, more it'll banish like 20 cards you know like before you get a chance (laughs) to use this sometimes so it's just like yeah so that's what i'm so that's what i mean when i say like in theory it'll never be worse than it is now but like it'll never be easier to activate than it is now and it will never be worse to activate than it is now if that makes any sense (laughs) because the odds of you actually having the card still in your deck that you want will never be lower than it is right now hopefully if we ever have a format ever again where a higher percentage of your deck is just removed before you play a single card i think we have much bigger problems than is triple tactics thrust good right like this is already pretty egregious in terms of how many cards are just gone before the game really even starts but whatever so yeah that's why that's my thoughts on this card and uh I don't know how it's going to, I don't know how it's going to shape up, but I guess I kind of like cards like this, that, that like you can approach it from many different angles and that's what I like about it. And I think we'll see a lot of people approach it from many different angles and we'll see people use it in a variety of different ways and it will be interesting. And in the short term, I guess I like that. And a good thing about Yu-Gi-Oh, I guess, um, in theory, is that if this card is a problem, we're not really stuck with it until it rotates out in 18 months or whatever, right? Like, um, you know, barring some, you know, like there have been emergency ban lists in other games, but it's usually just, okay, this card is pretty good, but it'll be gone soon anyway. So we'll just let it rotate out. If this card is actually like a crazy, crazy, crazy problem, then maybe it just gets hit. So, you know, mm. there's that. Um, oh, I, I, so the, the other thing I, I didn't like get to touch on, um, Okay, I vaguely did with the terraforming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the, the issue as well is when you do have powerful generic spells um, where it's just like, they love putting stuff to one. And now it's like, as long as yes, thrust exists, I, I, I feel hate, like and I've, necessarily I've talked to death it, about yeah. how much I hate that. It's kind of silly. It's like, oh, if you look at tactics, then it's like, maybe we progress to a point where tactics is always going to be a problem. It's just like, oh yeah, we'll put it to one, right? It's just like, you draw the fun off. It's like, haha, cool. Now it's just like, no, you have like four copies and like yeah. functionally they're, they're going to trigger from the same thing. And it's just like, ah, what are you going to do? Like, I, I don't know. So I, I think that uh, is either going to be good or bad in the sense that um, T- so TCG has been a little bit more liberal with like banning, you know, cards that are issues like that entirely, which mm-hmm. is more reasonable. But OCG, yeah. um, you, you might just see a trend like that where it's like they realize, oh, we either have to get rid of Thrust, like you said, or you just have to continuously ban the the normal, right? That you just yeah. have to keep getting, like, you know, the normal spells which, out of the, the potion. Which, interesting counterpoint. What if this card existing is a justification they use to completely overhaul their design perspective and now they just ban cards that are limiting them yeah <laughs> because I, if they that, live, yeah, that, because that's, that's what i mean because like, when like, you are, are you gonna do one or the other are you gonna get rid of the card that uh means that you have to ban all of these so so same hmm. same funny thing of like um i look at it as like fibrax where it's like tcg is like oh, i would just ban all the tuners and then they're like you know what maybe we can't no okay so what i mean about this is um if again this is this is 
like not realistic, I guess. Mm. In a world where there are no cards, so in a world where this card is copies two to four of a limited card, right? Mm. That is a crazy, crazy, crazy boost in accessibility to these limited cards that should affect duels very infrequently, right? Because mm. the idea of limiting a card is because we're drawing random. You, you, will, see, you will see it less. You will yes, see it less. Like, and that's the point because these cards that when seen too often are not fun or they're unfair or whatever, what have you, whatever whatever synonym you'd like to use for that, for not good. Um, now we have two to four copies of every single one. So this card existing more or less just spits on the on the ban list. Like, pr- mm. like honestly, this card existing kind of just spits on the fact that cards are limited. So it's like in a world where there are no limited normal pleasant traps, like in a world where like they mm. just ban every, they ban or put to three, every normal spell and trap. When this card is only fetching cards that are at three, it's a lot less egregious. Because you're only, you're just getting more consistent access to cards that you're already consistently having access to, right? I, and I think it's I a another, lot I have less... another funny thing to, to uh-huh. bring up, though. Okay. Um, is imagine, right? Mm-hmm. They go entirely left field. And instead of, okay, instead of any card just being a normal spell now, like, let's say Papayas, or like, just, just for example, right? Like, Look at look at cards like papayas or maybe like uh, uh Kostya like, Theosis, thank you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so say you look at like Terrelement, ter- like grief or whatever, sure. where it's just like this is just like a normal spell, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, imagine imagine they just make it continuous, like every archetypal thing will just not have a normal spell. Sure. And it'll, just be a it'll be zodiac barrage that's, that's, that's instead of instead of yes. uh yeah a, a, a hero lives. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That pretty, would be sure. Right. That's the other way to do it. <laughs> but, but yeah, every but, card you know. is just tanky. It's like yeah, yeah. Literally, every card's tanky. It's literally, uh, like this could just be Rota, but it has a hundred boosts, and you yeah, can MST. No. Or, or they just, or they just make it. Or what if they make like, what if they make like a tanky? Like, so they make one for like fish, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like something, something like aquarium, and it's just continuous, and it just says when this card's activated, add a fish, and that's all of its text. And it doesn't do anything that, on the field. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would actually just be ridiculous. like that's that something like, they might just like maybe it's, I don't it's know. That, it's that, and also, what if it's just more field spells as well? Yeah, because right? I, well, I think then they have I to ban terraforming they, if they do that, right? Yeah, sure. It, like in well, this hypothetical. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm saying in this in this hypothetical where no, yeah, yeah, we're, we can't make thrust the being the card yeah. and terror, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, so because so... like I, I was sitting there, I'm like, what if they just make stuff quick play, and it's like, no, that's probably worse. <laughs> yeah, that's probably worse. It's yeah. like, well, we could make this normal, stuff, or we make it quick play, so you can't fetch it off of thrust. It's like, well, that just makes All the right, card trade, better. Trade off, huh? Yeah, <laughs> everything is a quip spell now. All right, true. <laughs> All right. Sure. All right. Anyway, sorry. Um... But yeah, so I think they have a lot of ways to deal with this card existing, and eh, my prediction, they'll do none of it. <laughs> my prediction, they'll just kind of let it be and see what happens, and unless something extra, extra, extra crazy is going on, I doubt we'll see the changes that we said, but... Um, well, it's, it's it's the same, like, every time we look, like, in the last three years, I think we've had some of the nicest generic cards in Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh comparative to like the years prior right like everything else was more archetypal you mm-hmm. had less like haha this is generic card x that will do you know this thing that other cards won't do we look at the yeah. lightning storms the tactics the droplets the stuff like that right yeah and i i think it's like we're sort of at the point where 
cards like that are fine, but are swingy, but we're sort of like in this weird point of the game where it's like, no, like you need cards like this because the Yu-Gi-Oh power level is so high. You know, like Raigeki and Darkhole are just at three. So yeah. I don't know, man. Like it it's weird. It it's it is very weird, just like how how it's sort of like devolved All from right. where we were once that Hear me out. where a card like Raigeki would be banned. Hear me and now out. it's like, no no no, it's at three and Lightning Storm is also at three. Hear me out, Bowden. Yeah. Every because this card exists, all of mm-hmm. the spells that they were going to make are now vanilla monster pendulums. Like Ooh. zeros, like zero no, attack, no. zero defense. So the defense. problem with that is the issue is <laughs> that you are able if they have vanilla monster pendulum. I, I know, I know. You are able to play painful decision. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just uh, saying, like because well, if it's let's, fuck it, let's let's make them level five or higher as well. Yeah, oh, and then it's summoners art. <laughs> Oh okay, fine, fine, fine. It's a, it, it's like a level ten zero zero, and then it, and then it's, it's, it's effect, like it's monster effect is like just cannot be summoned. <laughs> That's just yeah. all it says. Just cannot. No, be do, summoned. Do, do you know what? You know what that brings me back to, which is funny because I was looking at the OTS twenty uh, set list. It's like mm-hmm. the the upstart goblin for the the like decks without extra decks. Yeah, so the, the, um, I, can't I know you're talking about the. It's it's eighteen hundred level or. Tw- I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. I don't I know think, its I think name. It's, its name is like a, a, a merch something. A M O like and okay. I'm just gonna look up. Okay, it's funny Yu-Gi-Oh. Sorry, I'm just gonna look it up because if I don't say its name yes. correctly, some people actually it will, know it'll, what we're it'll rack about. your brain. It is it, what? <laughs> okay, and Ank. I'm going to for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, just want to look up the card. I'm going to spell it. A N C H A M O U F R I T E. I don't even know where to begin to pronounce that. So mm-hmm. you. Tr- so anyway, but <laughs> it's it's a level it's a level five uh, pendulum, and you can put it in your uh, in your scale, and you destroy it. So it goes to your extra deck, and then you draw a card. You can only activate that effect if you if you have no cards in your extra deck, and then if it is in your extra deck presumably from that effect you can just special summon it to your field and then um if it leaves the field it gets banished so it's essentially just an upstart goblin that provides a tribute Mm. fodder for a tribute deck which is pretty cool like that's like that that's like i actually really like the design of this card it's never been super crazy to, to, to the best of my knowledge it's never seen like actual competitive play but it's definitely a card like it was common and then it was reprinted in the tins as a common and then it was an ots super and i was like this is a card that one day might be played in something and like that's a fine card to i think to make an ots super like it's a card that like if monarchs ever get playable again like you'd put that card in a monarch deck for sure but yeah what sorry what were you saying about that <laughs> oh what was no, your point about like, him like, I was I was saying if you literally just ignore everything else and we're making stuff pendulum, I think that is probably the first thing to look at of like, hey, we don't want to make Upstar Goblin be at three. It's just generic and every deck will be like thirty. That's a lie, by the way. No deck would be thirty seven. That is a lie. So yes. I can't I can't think of four I, like I, I'm literally at like forty eight cards I want in my deck now. Yeah. Which is funny. Like, we're at the point of Yu-Gi-Oh! where everything is good and Upstart is unplayable unless it'll be in, like, a cheese deck. But uh, what are you going to do? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, at, at that point, it's like, 
you make cards that are just pendulum effects like that that are replacing it and like maybe they're unsearchable you know you try and pick attribute and typing and everything else it's like yeah you want to put wavering eyes in your deck so you can facilitate searching this card that has an effect that is probably not worth putting wavering eyes in your deck for go for it mm-hmm. like I, i've not been okay with that right i found the pronunciation should be and come fright that is i believe uh, the pronunciation you plugged it into the uh, uh no i read the japanese <laughs> pronunciation and it was oh, okay, almost okay. identical that's to always, this one but actually good. easier to pronounce because it didn't have random ch's and and, and mm. you know amb- and just ambiguous things <laughs> but anyway um so we are uh what's uh the last like cars i think are maybe so we talked about um granule granule i don't know how granule i think that's how you pronounce it but again no idea so i'm just gonna butcher all the names everything um Mm -hmm. there's rin rinbrum the striking dragon uh for the albaz deck also kind of cool um the coolest thing i've seen about this card so i don't know if you've seen have you like seen what this card like what you can do with it have you ever seen somebody like summon it have you played against a deck with no. it yet? okay so it's no. a fact when a fusion synchro exceeds or link is activated you can negate that effect then return a monster on the field to the hand um that's the main effect that i'm and then it, it has a great effect that's good too but this is the main effect that i'm talking about so essentially can you, it negates uh, an extra deck card right yeah can, can you link me to whatever this card is sorry uh, I just yes have, I this is i'll put it in chat okay, okay yeah sure okay. um so I was playing against one of my friends like a week or two ago and and he was like, I proxied all the hypernova cards. Like I want to test this deck. I'm like, sure. And then it's the, it's just, you know, like the branded deck um, with like Bishels and whatever. And I'm sure to anyone who's like, who's like looked into these cards, this is like something that you like already knew. And this is like not crazy at all. But to me seeing this for the first time, I was like, Oh, that oh, is the oh, dumbest sure, thing sure. I've ever seen. So yeah. his field was this mirror jade and magnum because he started with like lubellian brand infusion or something right like it just and then he goes end phase activate mirror jade so it sends as cost he sends albion as cost now mm-hmm. this guy because the fusion synchro teaser link is activated negate mirror jade then return a monster on the field to the hand and he returned a magnum back to his hand mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. because mirror jade got negated he can use mirror jade on my turn still so he gets the search for Albion by sending it off Mirror Jade and bounces Magnum back to his hand. And I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I was furious. I am <laughs> like, pretty aroused by that. Yeah, no, but I, have you seen that? Like, have you seen that combo? It, uh, uh, no, this the first time you heard of it. Gets to use, he gets to use those cards. Well, right, right, right. But I'm I, saying, I, like, I that it, sounds crazy, right? Yeah. I, just... i've been looking at more so it's more of like the ocg where they where they're doing like <laughs> they have that but they already just like end on 28 different things now oh, of course and that yeah. one is usually just like the last resort yeah like they get the synchro they get the quick fusion and like everything else yeah but it's like when they... he bounced magnet back to his hand i was like this frustrates me oh, in, a way, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way i can't quite explain like <laughs> i was like man if i was playing trailment that would suck anyway summon fenrir <laughs> you know and i was like hmm <laughs> Like, huh, crazy. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Trade off them. Mm-hmm. We play branded for AYCS. Yeah. And then we summon three Masquerade. Literally. And that'll be the win combo. Actually, anyway. that probably beats <laughs> off things. But, um, all right. So that guy. And then the Therian rank eight. He's technically he's not a Therian. Yeah. I don't even think he's a Spriggan. He's gigantic, gigantic champion's target. Yes. This card's he, absurd in my opinion. I think this card is crazy. And 
every time I read it, I don't know why people weren't like, I think this card is crazy. I'm glad it's a secret rare. Well, I guess I'm not glad it's a secret rare because it's not a starlight. So it doesn't actually matter what, what rare mm-hmm. it is. But <laughs> like, so maybe I'm not glad it's a secret rare. But I'm glad, I guess I'm glad it's a secret rare in that they respected him. They put, they put some respect on him, I guess. <laughs> they made him a secret rare. But this guy just searches Aetherian. It's just a rank eight. It just says add Aetherian. And just like the very baseline, like level one interaction this card has is you make the Spriggans rank four. So two level four monsters, you make the Spriggans rank four. Mm-hmm. You put this guy on top of it. Uh, you search Regulus, which is free. You don't even detach. Then this guy attacks something. It's 2,800 attacks, so it'll probably attack something. Like, probably. And then you put Eventually. Zeus over this. And now you have a Zeus with four materials. And you searched a, a Regulus. And this guy is a machine. And the Spriggan's guy is a machine. And but you Zeus can also is a search machine. for a Therion card, so you don't have to search for... Oh, you usually the field spell. field spell. Sure. Yeah. I, sure. You know, and, it, and it's just like... It's just like... That's three machines now for mm-hmm. fu- to fuel Regulus. So, like, one of them's going to make it in the graveyard by the end of this... In- you know, like, by the end of this interaction, if you make a Zeus with two machines underneath it and the Zeus itself, one of those is going to make it to the graveyard eventually. And then that Regulus will be live, <laughs> right? And it's just like, wow. So a rank four does Zeus for four materials and Regulus. And it's like, that might not even be good enough right now. In fact, it isn't good enough right now. Because... Although I just said those are all machines and they'll make it to, to the graveyard, it is only three machines. So a single mm. Ishizu Shuffler can get rid of all three of them. So sick. But, you know. Uh, and then there's more stuff you can do with that. Obviously, like you can. Jeff like there's something. Like there's Teleho card. Yeah. That and you can search. And then you get to summon three Spriggins monsters. And then you just do a bunch of crazy shit. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. And then you posted. um. I guess we'll talk about this with the world premiere stuff because you posted a combo with the world premiere stuff that we can get into when we're done with this. And then the last card that is presumably relevant from the not world premieres is, I guess I'm going to say with an asterisk, the Gishki stuff. I don't think it's actually that good, but it's like more playable than most other things. So I'll give it a nod and an asterisk. Um, Big Welcome Labyrinth is probably the last card that has potential to like, be like very good um if not right now then eventually like this is just kind of like the last piece of the labyrinth deck that really gives it more consistency and something i want to point out though is mm-hmm. that we're saying like the last piece of the labyrinth deck if you look at the 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 card art for that it shows the two unknown monsters oh, on is, that card that is crazy i'm looking Ooh. at it right i'm looking at it right now and it literally does show who is that what is she up to? Yeah, that is yeah. weird. <laughs> so there, there yeah, are there, two... and, there's, and there's silhouettes. They're like sort of like, yeah. oh, who are these mystery people? So yeah, that is weird. You know. Um, but yeah, the, the gifts you huh. those uh, that I think are good. Uh, two things that I think that before mm-hmm. we're getting into the world career cards are, I think the new generator Xyz monster is an absurd card. There's a generator Xyz monster. Hold on. It I is a rank know. nine. And oh, generator. Uh, Sorry, I, I do know what that one is. Sorry, I, I yes. when you said generator, I thought. <laughs> um... when, so, when it comes when it comes to rank nines, obviously, the thing we think of is VFD, right? He's uh-huh. like the epitome of rank nines. After that, they're kind of lackluster, 
but this card is like probably as good as you can get from a card that doesn't just completely blank your opponent's turn. And it's a generic rank nine that says monsters your opponent control lose a thousand attack and defense. Quick effect, you contribute this card, special summon a non-generator, a non-fairy generator exceeds monster from your extra deck. Then you can attach cards from any field and either a graveyard to that monster as a material up to the number of materials this card has. So that means anytime you have a rank nine, you contribute this guy to summon the other generator from your extra deck and non-targeting equip any two cards to it from your opponent's field and graveyard. And I just think that is absolutely absurd. <laughs> what does the other generator exceeds do? Um, he allows you to, I, I mean, honestly, I read it last night, but now I forget again. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've definitely read it before and I actually just forget. Uh, it's second. not like irrelevant, his effect. No, I agree. It's, uh, uh oh, it's, uh, the generator boss of eternity. Uh, this one. Is this Jor Jor one? Yeah, yeah, yeah Jor 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 Um, he gains a thousand attack per material, so he'll be, uh, uh, 2,000, and quick effect, you can attach one material from this card. Each player draws a card, and each player that drew a card attaches one card from their hand or field to this card. Interesting. Uh, That's a little weird. So, but... So he... Yeah, he, so he gains... So he'll be 3,000 He'll attach after... one, and then attach two, so he'll be yeah. 3,000. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. so you absorb two of your opponent's cards, and then he becomes, like, 3,000 or whatever, so... Sure. Interesting. Um, I, that card, I, for... It's a generic rank nine. So if if there's any more rank nine stuff, I think this card is really good. And I think it is other... funny how bad this card is. How bad uh, your monitor, the generator boss of attorney. How bad that card is that they made a card <laughs> yes. as broken as the new one to make it maybe okay, Playable, right? Yeah, <laughs> like that was how bad the other one was. That you can. You now essentially the other one exists with this effect of attach two cards to your opponent controls or in the graveyard to it as just like an additional effect and it's like still maybe not great. Uh so the other card I want to talk about for the exclusive is the Ice mm. Jade Synchro Monster. Right, Ice Jade Chimera Adrienne. And up. she's a level ten Aqua Synchro Monster, and she takes a water tuner and one or more non tuners. Uh, the water tuner notably can be used with the the worm deck, the the sword soul deck, because they oh, because Moya can make tuners. it. Oh, yeah, or the uh, the, the tokens. Any of them? They're meant. all water tuners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I meant um, the tokens. <laughs> I, I I promise. <laughs> uh, so you can make this with the uh, just like basically one card with I'm gonna blank on all the sword soul cards. The, the one that just makes Baron most of the time. Uh, long yun, long yun, yes. Um, and it says quick effect. You can when you activate this effect, face up monsters you control cannot be destroyed or banished by your opponent's card effects this turn. Then, if you activate this effect in response to an opponent's card or effect activation, and your opponent has a card or cards with that name on their field or in their graveyard, you can banish those cards. So let's go over that because this is a pretty unique. That's effect. crazy. So if your opponent what? activates a monster effect, you can go in response, make my guys unable to be destroyed or banished this turn. Also, mm. banish your monster and any copies of it, other copies you have. Yeah. Right? Um, so out of baseline, you can just respond to, like, a tier element trying to fusion summon. And then yes. just so, banish. 
it. And then you banish it. <laughs> and then <Yep>. your guys <laughs> are safe. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Huh. Um and then uh if a card is banished by by an opponent's card effect while it's in your graveyard, you can special summon this card. So Wow, and, um, it, and it doesn't get banished when it leaves the field. And it doesn't get banished when it leaves the field, good. yeah. Wow, this card is very good. What? So, this card is uh, I think, much better than Ruddy Rose. Yeah. For like, a, <laughs> for like a generic rank 10 option, or level 10 synchro option. So it like protects all your monsters from being destroyed yeah. or banished by card effects for the mm -hmm. turn. And then also is removal from the field and graveyard. It also... um. And their field or in their graveyard. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Again, uh, specifically this against pretty tier, good. pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think it's very underlooked. This uh, is definitely a card that I think, like, it is unique enough that it actually can exist in the same space as Baron. Similarly to how Ruddy Rose was, like, unique enough that, like, it can exist in the same space as Baron and not be totally unplayable. You know, like, like I would say... Other than Ruddy Rose and this, I'd say like every other possible level ten synchro is just like strictly worse than Baron. Like yeah. Baron just does way too much. But it's like those yeah, two. This especially, it's also I think, kind of like if if I had if I can only make one level ten synchro and I don't play against tier, I think I'm making this one. Yeah, maybe that's that's reasonable. I mean, being able to protect your entire field from things like their field spell is also yeah. negating one of their fusion effects. Mm -hmm. That seems better than just negating one card all around. Yeah. Um, like, if they, like, form their chain, they have, like, a bunch of triggers, maybe you're not actually blocking a fusion summon. But, you know, it's like, it's, that, that, that's not always going to be the case. But Anyway, yeah, that card's definitely something that I... I definitely read that the first time it was ever like shown. I was like, what a neat card. And then just like fouled it away just in the, in the archives, never thought of it again. And definitely a pretty good one. Um, the plunder patrol ship. I also don't want to talk about, I'll just say, I read that card. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> you know, I read that card and it's fine for the plunder patrol deck. It's pretty good. Will I ever play plunder patrol? No, no. Um, so, <laughs> you know, there we are. All right. Let's finally, finally, finally move on to exclusives um let's just go through like the lower impact so the fish guy do we want to go through all of them or, or just um, do we think you're like i mean i think we need to go through all of well them. some of them i'll just ha i'll just say their name and say i don't know why they made this <laughs> but yes okay. okay so the fish guy um that Bowden mentioned it, you you can summon it when a water is activated and then <laughs> like you can negate something sometimes on your turn by banishing a fish yes uh, Jeff said, maybe play this in the Goaty deck. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, probably. It seems like they sure. wanted to give Goaty more cards, but weren't allowed to call them Goaty. Goaties. So it just made yes. an Iaruka guy. This is like part of like a, there's like some lore. Like this guy is in other cards, right? Or like similar looking. Well, there's a, there's another, there's like Umi Iaruka too. Umi, or something. Yeah. He's, like a, he's, he's another dolphin like card. And he looks exactly the same, but maybe it's a different color. All right. Um... Orphable, the Harmonious Bullfighter Bard. Really weird card. It's like it's like a big Black Luster Soldier Envoy of the beginning. Like big BLS. It banishes two lights and two darks from your hand or graveyard. Um, I in this card is very, very bad. However, if your opponent ever summons it against you, you are dead. Like, you are dead. You have no mm -hmm. life points left. If your opponent summons this card... You have no life points left. You know? Sure. 
if they banish two two lights from their graveyard and two darks from their hand and they have a 5,000 guy that can attack twice, you win. <laughs> you know, like I do. Well, monsters specifically. Uh, well, I mean, sure. So it has to attack multiple monsters. Probably, but... then probably the best distribution is one card from hand and three from your graveyard. So it's 4,000 attack three monsters. That's probably lethal in any language, I would imagine. Um, yeah, he's whatever. I don't know why he's an ultra rare. That's bizarre to me. All right, Jeff, now you can just yell about your favorite new man. D Diabolantis, <laughs> the menacing mantis. Yeah, so this card, I think, will definitely be seeing play in the future. It's a generic level 8 synchro. He literally uh, is in the same pose as Chaos Ruler, also, I'm pretty sure. Somebody yes. pointed that out, and I'm like, damn, he actually is just... Yes, and I want someone like to go back <laughs> and find out which podcast it was, but we were talking about when Chaos Ruler got banned, and I said, oh, that's really weird they banned it before the set with Chaos Monsters come out. I wonder if they'll make a new level 8 synchro to replace it. And then they did. So someone yeah. go back, someone go find it, and show how Jeff was right again, because I love being right. Anyway, so it's a level 8 dark synchro generic 2500 attack. If it's Synchro Summoned, you can send Insect and or Plant Monsters from your deck to the graveyard up to the number of non-tuners you use for its Synchro Summon. So most of the time you're going to be sending one, but there are definitely going to be situations where you can send two. And then uh, if you control the Synchro Summon card, you can target an Insect or Plant Monster you control. Treat it as a tuner until the end of the turn. Um, so anything that uses the Punk cards automatically gets to summon this guy and then send the different insect and plant monsters that are extenders to the graveyard and then search and summon. And there are literally, I think like a hundred different things you can do with this um, in, in different decks. It, it's super crazy. Uh, go follow me on Twitter and you can see some cool stuff. I came up with in like five minutes. And then when I sat there and spent more time on it, I realized, wow, there's even more you can do. That's just better. Um, involving like bee troopers and then there's other it's just crazy the amount of things you can do this card i i the, this card is a common and makes me so mad this card is a common yeah. and that stupid chaos mm. bull monster is an ultra rare yeah this guy is actually like and it's weird because i was thinking about this maybe like right before the recording i was thinking about this and i was like this is the type of card the type of like tg exclusive card that has like a unique effect this to me feels like kind of like vermilion dragon mech like tornado dragon s card mm -hmm. of like if this was a secret rare i would be like sure you know mm -hmm. i mean garuda was only an ultra so i don't know although i don't think they quite thought how good that card was i think that card should no, be a secret rare i don't think that they quite realized how important that card was going to be in defining the trailman deck but um in cube uh you can send uh dandelion and make two tokens and then make one of the tokens a tuner monster <laughs> and then make four, and then make formula the synchro and, and, and then make baron yeah <laughs> i i have just seen some very ignorant uh stuff where it's like you can like uh you can dump the the preda plant and like add yes. and then play that way you can dump. Uh, oh, that's know, disgusting! Oh my god, I, that that's so you gross. Can, you can do a bunch of yeah, like it, a lot of stuff gets opened up by this because there's just so many good generic cards that will trigger by its effect, which I think is very funny. Yeah. Um, do I think it'll be a problem in the future? It's like probably not. I don't know. I think level well, eight synchro. Like... So it's a generic level eight synchro, and again, it goes back to this card limits. The kind of good insect and plant. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's this. the big one, right? 
so it's it's incredibly funny that we got this card which is like at first glance quite absurd but then like they also banned chaos ruler and chaos ruler in japan is now just like literally the go to for deck. every deck yes. yeah because it, of that it, new, like yeah. every deck makes chaos ruler by clapping it's it it, it <laughs> insane like like no like every every combo does like ruler and like the their sprite deck now is not even a like it's kind of a sprite deck but they play ready fusion and they either summon the level two which lets you do sprite stuff and make cupid pitch and then make it a six and then make ruler if you're oh like, because jet. oh my god because they can make level two the level two tuner off ready fusion yeah yeah oh, oh my or, god alternatively, alternatively, so it's also also because they're non-effect they synergize with the uh with apple the new dragon little yeah the little the little shitter that summons itself it's apple summons apple dragon that's what i yes, call him yeah, yeah. and that might yeah. be just what his name is actually his name is basically apple dragon yes yeah and Which like there's just weird. so many cool that's there's so many name. cool things but the thing is everything will backtrack so like, the hundred apple dragon things i don't are. know why he's called that I, I don't know what these decks do without chaos rule because it's like yeah this is interesting like you get to proc a cupid pitch and make an eight so it's like maybe japan ban bans chaos ruler this card comes to free and then it's just like you can do like 50 other things it's like you can play yes, a bunch absolutely. of like level level two insects or some shit it's like oh you get to do like sprite combo plus uh add whatever and then make colossal you, you know what i mean like it's probably just going to be very convoluted in japan but that's only by design of like the other cards. Like maybe this card in TCG is just like not going to do anything for, you know, the foreseeable future and nothing matters. But who knows, man? Because we, we didn't have like a crazy ban list yet. Yeah. Like maybe like two ban lists from now when like they hit all the tier cards and then they're like, ah, we'll actually also hit all the punk cards too. Like Etel is also <laughs> going to go to war. And we're like, why? <laughs> like, why are you doing, you know? But yeah, um, this is definitely one that when I saw this, I was just like, man, after Cyberstorm Access, when we get the weird the hundred apple dragon man so yes like the guy it's a for those of you that have no idea what this is it's a guy in cyberstorm access that summons itself if you control a non-effect monster so red fusion for a monster that doesn't have an effect uh right token or any number of other options right like you're probably Specifically not gonna right token like yeah. right adventure token with that card is disgusting yes and then you summon it it's a tuner and then when you synchro with it it you can make a token and the token can be either a non-tuner or a tuner, I believe, is like you, you can choose or something. Yeah, it, it says mm -hmm. if you synchro summon this turn, you can banish it from your graveyard to create another token that's a tuner or a non-tuner, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it just lets you do like crazy, crazy combos. So literally like in the same vein for us, instead of Chaos Ruler, it would be like Ready Fusion for a six, you know, whatever, or anything you want, I guess. Summon that guy, make this. Then this guy sends whatever you want, and then you make a token, right? And then you probably just make Baron, <laughs> like, for free, right? And then, like, assuming the insect you sent off of this had any value, you're just, like, making Baron before you can get Nibirud, and then just comboing off from there. And this guy also lets you make other cards tokens. I guess it can make it. I mean, other cards uh, tuners, I mean. So... It can make itself a tuner, which like might come up. You can make Bish Balkan, you can make Ultimaya. I don't I think Bish Balkan's probably better for that. Like, I think if you're making this a token, or God, if you're making this a tuner, you're probably going to just make Bish Balkan and FTK your opponent. Yes. Right? Like probably if that's the route you're going. You know, you got options. <laughs> you can just FTK your opponent. Um, or you can do like we were talking about the Therian guy. I think you you mentioned that you can like send the plant Therian with this, and then you yeah, 
make a yep. rank eight and search uh, the field skill <clears throat> and then just pop off that way. Yeah, with the punk. Yeah, with punk, you just go, yeah, send the plant, and then you have two level eights because you have the punk guy you bring back with a uh, deer note overlay for Sargus, search for the field spell, search for uh, um, Therion, summon, equip the plant Therion, search, and then with one card, you just get a shit ton of stuff. There's also a Spriggan's rank 8 you can go before that. That doesn't do anything if you're going first, but if you're going second, it pops two cards. So it does pop you first. can just pop two cards and then do this <laughs> also. If you've, like, dropped with them or darkened with them or something and you just need to, like, actually clear their field, you can literally, like, just off E-Tele, pop two of their cards, and then do the full Therian thing. And just, it's pretty good. Um, and I'm sure there are a million other things you, you can do with this card that may or may not be great at the moment, just because the decks right now are so strong. But it's like, if we, even like very, very recently, like even as recently as like July of last year, like right before Power of the Elements, this card would have seen play. A hundred percent. There would have been punk decks at, you know, the championships that would have elected to play this instead of Chaos Ruler. For a more consistent combo, I think. Because you're foolishing a specific card, not milling five, right? So yeah. I'm sure there would be combos I think that are more specifically in like the punk deck that this card is better. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So definitely I, we I could have seen only, this recently. The only difference maker is though, is like the insect card obviously just has to have other insect cards or like plant cards mm -hmm. in your deck. But also, it doesn't provide the extra like eight body, which is like kind of relevant for like game shot. Or just, like, yeah, uh, op opening up, like, the free Baron, right? Because the whole idea was, like, the ruler makes a Baron, and then your, like, Fibrax is doing something else. You, you know what I mean? Like, it just, This like, guy turning into a tuner, up. though, would have also been interesting for Fibrax. Like, if something happens yeah, yeah, and no, they stop your guy coming yeah. back, you're like, I'll make my guy like, a tuner I, I, I think know? I think you would have had to have reinvented the, the oh, wheel, sure. essentially. Yeah, like, I agree. That, that, that Nationals list. But, like, I, I think maybe you would have just played both. Yeah, oh, yeah sure yeah you probably yeah, yeah, yeah. like you probably would have played yes. both yes i don't i don't think yeah. you would have only played this not by casual at all you probably would have played mm -hmm. um well like the combo also just let you make savage as well on top of it, it, it it's fine <laughs> like <laughs> yes that, that nats list was able to make savage dragon as well so you're able to make the the plant dude oh, it, it, it's it's whatever hindsight 2020 yeah. if hindsight with a card that didn't exist yet <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we should have played the card that didn't exist at nationals oh uh, no what yeah. have we done <laughs> here's my custom card yeah. literally um exceeds a line i'm not even gonna read it uh i've no, read it already read it, it does yes. nothing so i'm not gonna read it made to order mermaid outfit outfitter that is a crazy name insane name um but also we call it we call it mamu m-o-m-o-o mamu okay sure yes yes mamu um normal spell target one card in your opponent's graveyard banish it then you can add one card from your deck to your hand with the same name as that banished card you can only activate one mamu per turn um Similarly to what I was talking about Thrust, I think this card will never be worse than it is right now because you will activate it and they will go, I will chain my Shizu Shuffler and you will go, I will concede the duel. However, in any other world where that isn't happening, in a mirror, activating this is insane. And it's a normal spell card. So yes. in some mirror... You're going to thrust and you're going to add this and then you're going to activate this and then you're going to search a monster somehow because I guess 
and we're all just going to look at what's happening and be like, why do these cards exist? Um, the basics, the best example I think that you gave was like, imagine this card in a striker mirror going second. Yes. The, do, the game is crazy. over. Banish your Ray, search Ray. Good Lord. <laughs> You're never allowed crazy. to put engage in the grave. Yeah, literally. Basically. Just like, Banish wow. your engage, search engage. Okay, cool. Yeah. Banish your anything. Banish your multi-roll, search multi-roll. It's just like a- any, anything, you know? Like it's even, it's just banish anything in your graveyard or anything like it's it's just so good it's like this card specifically in sky in a sky striker mirror is actually the craziest card. like the actual craziest card um will we ever will we have a mirror like that ever again probably like eventually there's, a, there's another one too you can also call like if uh in the uh like the the runic deck like a runic mirror sure you're just like i guess i'll target your guy and search one you're like uh <laughs> yeah it's pretty good um unless i mean like yes yeah that that's also a good one too and like for for the more like mid-range i'm i don't even think this card this card's obviously terrible in combo mirrors because yes you would never use it in a combo mirror in a mid-range mirror and i define mid-range as kind of like a like maybe like sword soul-esque i don't think this card is terrible either right in some sort of like it's like fine Uh, you know it's maybe i think if you're like looking at like the sword soul graveyard going second i think at that point if you draw this card it basically says search your deck for any card yeah that's true I'm, well it's just search your deck for any sword soul monster usually any like, sword yeah. soul car- yeah like card yeah. yeah i'm saying like yeah. or like a worm or something like that yeah, like, yeah we, sure. if we're playing the same cards all of the cards that you use on your turn one are probably going to be in the graveyard so i'm probably going to have access to any card in my deck to, yeah. to make my hand uh like for sure to shape my hand how i want yeah the more i think about it i probably i probably would have cited this in in sword soul you just banish their like ecclesia from their graveyard and like oh sick you know banish branded fusion from your graveyard search branded fusion there there are a lot of there are a lot of decks that i think you can very much like there are a lot of recent decks you can argue this card being good whether or not it's the best card this card okay (laughs) when i thought about it i was like i don't like this card the more i think about it i think this card promotes like honest gameplay <laughs> more so than other options if that makes sense like you know like i'm not gonna side you know like like crazy blowout side cards i'm gonna play my opponent's cards better than they played them i'm gonna mm-hmm. take your branded fusion and i'm gonna use it better <laughs> you know and i'm gonna outplay you like that's what this card kind of like facilitate for stuff like striker it's not even fair like i actually think in the striker mirror specifically this card is broken like actually broken in it, in it, anything yeah, faster than you striker, have to hope that striker never gets popular yeah again. if striker ever gets popular again this card is like disgusting to play against like actually disgusting to play against but um for anything faster than striker like for like your sword soul like branded type decks I think it's like a definitely like a real option. Like your opponent could play this and you could lose to it. But I'm not convinced it's like the absolute best the best thing, thing. Yeah. Yeah. If Striker is playable again, I actually think this is the literal best card you can side in the Striker mirror. Because that mirror is usually defined about like that's not a mirror where you just like kill your opponent or like blow them out. That's usually no, a mirror it's all about where you actually time. like have to play better than them, usually. You know, so this card definitely is a very, very, very efficient card in Striker. Yeah, I, I can't think of any other decks quite like that that would play this card to the same. Maybe like Spellbook randomly, like if Spellbook Mirror, that'd be kind of like 
I'll banish your judgment from your graveyard. <laughs> Search judgment. But I don't, which is legal. Currently, that can happen. But I don't think, I don't Shut think up. that's, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna put yeah. judgment to three, and we'll, and even if they did, I don't think we'd play it currently. Of every hypothetical, um, yeah, yeah I, I just think like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the game, yeah. the game has to change so much for it to be like a card that isn't just dead in your opening hand, like mm-hmm. so early. Well, and it's well, like the card that you are you are banishing has to be impactful enough of either like a power card that you are playing or like an in-engine card and then you also need the matchup to not be dependent on like any other form of interaction from the opponent otherwise this is just like a very efficient like way to start playing in mirror matches otherwise yeah. it's just i i don't even think it's necessarily that good because like we look at cards like you look at stuff like lullaby um not in the same respect but maybe like wiseman's chalice and stuff like that right similar sort of concept mm-hmm. of like in a mirror match this card is functioning quite well but it, it is a card that like is only as good uh as your opponent like playing their turn out you know what i mean so like if your opponent just passes back with something generic or just does not like enable this card because if this card plays into the format like it's like sky striker mirrors or something like maybe you are just not activating your spells on your turn and you're prioritizing like getting to like it's literally the same thing right it's like you have your multi-role, you have your Kagari, you were just not activating Engage and leaving it in Grave, right? Like, that would that would just be it. Banish Ray, Search Ray. That's fine. Like, I, think, I think this card I, I is think, at I think its if, best. If that's, if, that's like the, if that's the craziest thing it does, I'm okay with that. No, they have I, agree, I agree with ways. you. This card is yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I'm saying that this card, it's at its best when it gets value from the Banish aspect as well. And in yeah, Sky Striker yeah, specifically, I, it gets a lot. I think in Salamangrate too, it also gets a ton of value from the band. Maybe Salamangrate, but I think another one that sounds kind of gay is like, I was. I don't saying, know if you can say like, that word, Jeff. Not well, Jeff, I did. Jeff I, is I, the I, only person that can say yeah. that word. <laughs> yeah. Is is the Elridge Mirror? Like imagine oh, like oh, like they activate that. their trap with the Summon Golden Lord, then you banish oh, their my. trap, and they can't chain it, then you search yeah. your own. Oh, that's and, really or you like good. just cut them off from their own golden lord, right? Hmm. Yeah, that is very good. Hmm. I always thought siding was weird in Elich Mirror. So if Elich is good, this card will actually also probably this would probably be a good card. Like you just banish their golden lord from grave, search golden lord. Like that's obviously very good. So yeah. A- anything where like the banishing aspect is like anything with like a lot of floaters, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Which also why I think like Despia also I think it makes like sense. Like you banish their Aluber, now you're not worried about that happening, and then you also get your own Aluber or Brand of Fusion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Definitely has potential, but obviously right now it's far too fair to really be considered. It's funny that in a tier deck you can mill your opponent and then just like look at the ten you banish and be like, I'll take that and like banish something and just search it, but. How? Why would your opponent have the same cards in their deck that you do, and then not also have a Shizu shufflers in their graveyard? Like that's not real, but technically, you know, maybe, maybe, you know what? All right, maybe this card is actually fine in tier. The more I think about it, if you can just like, if you can play at all and force them, like worst case scenario, it just forces them to use an Shizu shuffler on essentially nothing. So that's not even the absolute worst thing ever. All right, let's talk about how bad Gold Pride is. So, All right. Yeah. I go to bed. Don't care. They're... Okay, so... It's it's really disappointing, honestly. I think it's, like, disappointing. I think the Trap card is actually... It's, a, it's, the, best car, it's the best card about them. Good. However... The trap card has the same problem that I've had with like all of these cards that I've talked about, which is like 
The trap card makes you reveal three gold prides from your deck. Your opponent randomly picks one and then you summon it. And then you like destroy a monster they summon. So like, it's like bottomless trap hole. It's trap hole plus Cosmo tin can. Really weird, (laughs) really weird crossover. Like not what I expected. However, the problem is what happens when your opponent mills 10 cards from your deck, right? Like then what? You might not even have three left. Like what happens when your opponent banishes the top seven cards your deck before you before you play? What happens if you draw one of them? Like if you're playing mm-hmm. three gold pride Leon, right? And your entire combo, like you're you're playing three Leon and three carry and like three of the trap. That's not an that, that's not like a non-substantial engine. That that's nine cards. And that's half of the and that's three of the no, that's sorry, that's uh four of the Three of the five, there you go, three of the five main deck gold prides that exist, right? And you're maxing out on all of them in this hypothetical situation. Your combo only starts if you started with carry. So carry, you summon, and you search the trap. Then on your opponent's turn, your trap has to reveal three Leon. So if you drew one Leon, you no longer have three to reveal. So now there's a chance that it won't even do what you want. And then also your opponent might just mill them or banish them or whatever. So if the stars align and you draw specifically carry and you draw zero copies of Leon, now your carry searches start your engine. Start your engine will summon Leon. Now Leon will synchro summon with itself and carry to make the the synchro monster. And Star now, Leon. Yeah. So now you've now you've traded your normal summon and presumably your entire turn because your normal summon was on was for a trap card, which is so gold pride carry, you've normal summoned it and you've searched a trap and you set it. Maybe you set more traps and, and you passed. Like I don't know, like maybe you're playing like a weird trap deck. Like maybe you're playing Eldritch or something. You just set like, you know, Sanguine. Oh, that doesn't even really work because then you're locked in zombies, so that doesn't you actually can't play this in Eldritch. All right, sorry. I got <laughs> I don't know what deck you play this in. <laughs> Some trap deck. Lab- Labyrinth, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. No, because you- doesn't that lock you into fiends from your deck also? Yes, it, oh, it cool. does. Yeah. Uh, Carrie's a fiend. Is Leon a fiend? Of course not. It's a warrior. Um, no, they're all uh, different. Uh, uh, <laughs> what deck do you play this in? <laughs> okay. So, anyways, you've summoned Carrie and you've presumably set more mystery cards from your deck that somehow you have. And you set mm-hmm. the crowd goes wild. Or, no, not, oh my god. You set start your engine. So you actually start your engine. You've drawn zero of your Leons and your opponent has milled none of your Leons or banished any of them face down. You summon three Leons from your deck. You kill the monster that your opponent summoned. It's destruction also, so not good against a lot of stuff. You make your Synchro. Now your Synchro will pop an opponent's card, I guess. Probably. No, it doesn't do that. No. What does the Synchro do? Wait, what? The Synchro only pops if your life points are lower than your opponent's. Oh my god. Yes. It doesn't do anything. Yes. Okay, so if you've also activated Etelli and gotten Zayaman. Yes, if you if you've if you've activated so Punk Cart already. This is Oh every time I, oh my god, this is worse than I thought. I okay, I went into this go I was prepared to be the gold pride apologist, and I cannot think of a way to make these playable. Okay, anyways, so hypothetically, you've activated okay, so you activated Upstart Goblin and you drew Golden Pride Captain Carry. Okay, so that's our combo. It's upstart into Captain Carry. Um, you do all this, I said. Now the Synchro Monster will pop a monster because you've given them a thousand life points. Um, so now uh, your Synchro Monster pops something. So now you've popped two of their monsters. If that ends their turn somehow, then the Synchro 
will tag out into Leon. And then Leon will bring back Captain Carey. And then Captain Carey will search another trap card that you can no longer activate because you've pulled so many of these cards out of your deck. So I, 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 don't, know what, I don't know what you're meant to do with these. Yes. I really don't. Well, really, well also, really like, what we talked about is, is how... Uh, where I was just touching on the part of how their lack of monsters make these like this trap card, like oh, yeah. almost non-functional. But then there's the secret where the crowd goes wild, right? Yeah. Which if we we're talking about if we were to play this deck, we just wouldn't even use this card because the 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 number of good gold pride monsters you can use is just so low that this card will be dead and not even really usable. Well, even just if you play every gold, like there are only nine gold pride monsters. Hang on. I'm going to do I'm going to do some really quick calculations to determine how often you will draw golden okay so if you play all 9 golden pride monsters okay and you play the spell so 3 of the spell and then you have a 40 card deck um let me give you how often you would draw the spell and it will be dead um let's see so this is this is assuming you drew the spell, right? Because if you don't draw the spell, it doesn't matter how many golden prides are in your deck or like that's irrelevant. So if you draw the spell, um it will be dead. Yeah, maybe this isn't as bad as I thought. Hold on. Let me find. Um It'll actually only be dead like 12% of the time, it looks like. That's not actually that crazy if you max out on all play, nine of them. If you play all if you, of them. Yeah, if, if you play all nine. But I don't know like, if I want nine Nitro head in my fucking deck. <laughs> yeah, well, right. So then so then you're like, okay, realistically, you're you're not going to play three copies of Nitro head, right? Like, that's probably not going to... Like, you don't want three of that card in your deck. So when you lower the count a little bit, um, obviously the number will go down. That is actually... Uh, that is still a higher number than I than I thought, or a lower number than I thought it would be. I thought it would be dead more often than that. Um, am I not doing this right? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not calculating this right. I need to think. Maybe am I just having like a mental breakdown? Okay, sorry. I'll come back to this, but you keep talking, <laughs> and I'll figure yeah, out what yeah. I'm doing wrong because sure. this number doesn't make any I, sense. I mean, also, so the one thing also is that this is the only. I just don't understand what they were trying to do with this mechanic, I don't know why they chose to have the gimmick be something about lower life, and then the only way you can get lower life is from the spell card, which you can only activate once per turn and is not searchable. It just doesn't make any sense to me why you would do that. Uh, that is very counterproductive, to have your gimmick be, if your life points are lower than your opponents, you get this, you can do this thing. Uh, on top of that, you have carry, which is the most frustrating one for me because it's the best one, but also has this effect that says if it's sent to the graveyard, you can banish gold pride cards from your graveyard from your graveyard to increase the attack of a monster by 500 for each one banished. And every single one of the gold pride cards have effects that want you to have cards in the graveyard. So yeah, I don't that know is, why that this is the one even on the card. I don't even. I yeah. I also have no idea what the like. I don't get it because like Leon wants you to reborn guys in your graveyard. Yes, um, and then each each of the the um 
the each of the extra deck monsters tag also out need to summon from to your here. graveyard or your deck. But yeah. if you summon the, the, or search the ones from your deck already, you're going to be summoning from your graveyard. But not if you banish them. Yeah. Um. So I, I like. And I would assume that they're going to make more of things like this, where they're like, do something, then tag out during the end phase, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, I'm assuming they're going to do that. But, uh, like, I'm assuming K Carrie in the next set was going to have some sort of, she's going to get a motorcycle or something, and she's going <laughs> to... Yeah, yes, become, a rank three become, motorcycle. Yes. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Um, oh, and then we we talk about how one of the best ones, Nitro Blaster, takes two Gold Pride monsters with we, different levels. Oh my god, yeah. So you can't even use Gold Pride Leon and Gold Pride Carry, which are the best ones. Yeah. You have it, to get somehow Monster Reborn Nitro is, Head. Yeah, so 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 that's so that's that's the issue and where I just like I just don't understand what you're meant to do. Where it's like I read Nitro Blaster and I go, okay, so you make this you can pop something and then during the end phase if you pop something you you return it to your extra deck and then you summon nitro head from your deck and then that card is like during your opponent's standby phase you can actually you give them a token so and it can be used as link material so you actually like block one of their zones or you you know you beat costier off for fun randomly like you just beat them yeah three, beat which is hilarious randomly. which is hilarious but um and then you can actually during your opponent's turn kill the token and then um destroy the adjacent cards to things, the token and i'm like to that's yeah. cool and then i and then the more i read it it's just like it's just like okay it only gives them the token if you summon it in the if it's on the field in the standby phase is the only way it gives yes. them the, the token right so the best way to summon these cards is the trap card so i was like okay you surely you flip the you just you just shock on the trap card you you reveal i guess because we want to play the spell we're playing all three of all of them and because we want to play the trap, we're also playing all three of all of them. So I hope I didn't draw one of the one of my um, guys. So I'm going to reveal three nitro heads and summon it. And then I read the trap again. I was like, "This isn't you can't. This isn't whenever you want. This is when your opponent summons a monster." So and then he, you, yeah, and then if you summon nitro head, it doesn't do anything. It, has, it effectively summoned a normal monster. Yeah. <laughs> so the only way this works is you need to have the like. So the spell. The spell is the only thing that lets you do this, but the only way to facilitate the spell is by playing like three of all of them, and then it defeats the point of the spell, right? Because the spell is the only card that makes you lose life points. So it's the only card in the archetype that actually turns on the effects of the archetype, right? And then if you're playing all of them, then like the spell will be less good because searching cards are better when you can use them to search the cards that fit the situation but because you have to already have a gold pride in your hand to do it you need to play more gold prides so you'll probably already have the one you want and then you're just using it for the for the life point loss effect and then you're summoning the what's it called you're summoning um no, look, let's talk nitro about like, head. Like the, yeah like they they i don't like understand the best, what even how you're with supposed this to card, best situation let's say you open up carry right you mm -hmm. go like carry go ahead and reveal it search for leon right and then you special summon carry from hand and then it makes you lose life points mm -hmm. and you just search for carry but but then what you you still have leon but you could just normal summon that or special summon you can't special summon from hand and summon carry back 
it's still just on the field by itself. You're not doing anything with that after there's no nothing you're doing with these cards. The only thing you could possibly no, actually it doesn't do anything either. Never mind. I was gonna say <laughs> something, it doesn't make any sense. No, because because the the fact the fact that Nitro Blaster has to target a monster your opponent controls means you're not actually getting any value out of that. So so like so I guess I guess what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to so keep in mind none of this works unless you specifically open the spell card because if you don't have the spell card none of this is possible because then your life yes. points are not you're relying on your some opponents. sort of engine probably so, punk so if you well no, no no i mean for this specific so if you draw the spell card and you specifically draw not leon so this only works if you draw the spell card with carry or nitro blaster so assuming assuming you max out on both of those now you're down to only six options so you reveal carry or you reveal nitro blaster and search the other one then you special carry from your hand and then you lose life and now you can special nitro blaster from your hand for yes. its own effect and then carry will search the chop card now you just pass with nitro head in defense mode and carry on your field and then you have your trap card set and like that's the best interaction that you've got and you're like the link monster being on not doing anything on your own turn is really bizarre well like, neither I, of them I do that yeah, the synchro and that's the true the synchro also doesn't the synchro one. also doesn't do that so you're really just meant to like just pass with these cards on the field and like not and like not do anything with them like i, uh, I don't know another it's... thing i want to bitch about <laughs> is how they just made Goaty, which was a synchro deck that synchros on your opponent's turn, and like none of those locked you into anything. And yeah. a lot of those cards are better than Gold Pride Leon, in my opinion. Sure. And this card specifically locks you into Gold Pride for the rest of the turn. And guess what? They're all crap. <laughs> I'd rather summon Goaty monsters yeah. than summon this shit. Give me. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't so, read Dark Calf plus yeah, ratio. I know. I just like. The only thing that really bothers me, I get, well, not the only thing, like, one of the things that bothers me is, like, this takes two ultras and two secrets. And a starlight. Oh, and, oh, I mean, yeah, that's true. But, I don't know. So, like, the biggest issue, I guess, I have with not only, it's not only that they're not, like, so, in this world where you're, where you're maxing out on all of the cards. It is functional, I guess, because you have to max out on them for the trap card to be good. You have to max out on them for the spell card to, to be good. But then you also have to hope you don't draw them because then your trap card, like the trap card is only good if you play three and they're all still in your deck. And then also, yeah. as I've mentioned, your opponent can just nil you or banish your cards. And then it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter. You could put seven Leons in your deck. Maybe your opponent will banish four of them. Who knows? So it just seems weird to me to make a deck based around... Like the deck building this, this deck requires for it to be consistent is you have to max out on basically everything. Which in recent times of Yu-Gi-Oh! has not been good right that's not been what's made archetypes good i'd say tier is one of, it's one of the only decks in recent Yu-Gi-Oh that like it just gets better the more engine is in your deck and most of the rest of the successful decks in recent years have been like efficient engines that play off of just one or two cards and then a bunch of defensive cards right 
Like that's generally like I think more like Zodiac, where it's like you play, you know, like X amount of Zodiac monsters that that, that all function by themselves, and then you just play a bunch mm-hmm. of like traps. And those have just generally been like more successful than than like forty engine cards because the decks of forty engine cards just lose to so much. But this is a deck of all engine that doesn't do anything, <laughs> and I just don't quite understand. And it doesn't make sense because it doesn't even do it well against the decks that exist right now. But I don't know. So we've spent a lot of time on Gold Pride. It's just not very good. Well, the last thing I want to talk about before we end this, Mm because it has been like two hours, um, is Ryan and I mentioned how everyone goes, oh, well, they haven't gotten all their cards yet. Wait till the next set. And if you look at every single archetype that have come out for the world premiere cards, the following set almost always the second wave of cards is worse has strictly worse like, than the original every time and every single time people say not even if the if the next wave is as good as this then the deck will be good and then or they even say like as long as the next wave isn't unplayable this deck will be good and then we got and, like b trooper and it was like a it, they pivoted into like fusions and i'm like what is happening you know, like, why are we pivoting into a four card like... is as good as these cards? The deck is unplayable. Oh yeah, no. Also, and in this one, the the next wave has to be better than these cards. It has to. Be, every like, it has to be card better. It has to be better. And they have to, and they have to be different. Like so many of them. So the the link needs monsters with different levels. So if they make more level threes, that makes it easier to make the synchro, but makes it harder to make the link. So you just have two conflicting ideas already, right? Of like. I want another level three that Leon can summon. Well, no, I don't because I actually want level four that Leon can summon because it can make the link monster. Well, then you also need to make it, you know, a level a level seven synchro. It's like if they get a level seven synchro and a level four monster and then like like another extra deck card, like I guess maybe that makes it more functional. But like I'm going to know. assume that it's go- they're going to make a rank three monster. A rank and it's three. Gonna be carry, and then yeah, you're going to have to go. Would... It's going to be a good going first card, and then you can overlay Leon and carry into a good rank three going first. And that obviously. will. Do something to let you also synchro summon? Like maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre. But uh, I don't think we have anything like the imports. I don't think we need to talk about like too much. I think it's like the only one was like the Apophis of the Swamp Deity. Every time we read it, we were like, "This would be good in Eldritch," and then we realize it isn't because it's a reptile. So like, you can't use it after you've Sanguine, and it's also only during the main phase, so you can't use it to negate like evenly and stuff like that. So like, it's just it's just it's an interesting card. It's not crazy. Um, Pharaonic Advent, you said you think one day will probably just be problematic, which I can kind of agree. It just searches continuous traps. That's continuous usually trap not, card, so. It's usually not okay. <laughs> um, anything else I don't really think matters. Uh, there's the Insect Queen Butterfly... Donna's. Yeah, that card is pretty decent. It's yeah, almost it, it like compost, but for insects, is what it target uh, target up to three level four lower insects in your graveyard. Change this card's attack to zero, and if you do summon all of them, but their affection negated, that kind of r- makes me feel that's like Colacanth, like the fish guy. It's like insects. Obviously, deck is a lot better, but it's just like it just reborns all your guys, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start doing some stuff, and like you contribute some of this with the b trooper like link monster gives you an extra normal summon so sure whatever um i don't think anything else is like these imports oh i guess the last thing we'll talk about the very last one we've somehow avoided gravekeeper's inscription somehow we've not talked about this yet um i think this card is fine what do you guys think 
I think it's fine, but I don't think it's better than Neccarelli. Sure, that's fair. Bowden? I I think the um the thing with this pod compared to something like Necro Valley is the fact that you can potentially use it uh going second where something like Necro Valley would just be interacted with uh like the prime planet. You, you know what I mean? Like that's where it gets like kind of dicey. Whereas like obviously Necro Valley is just like a lot better because it blankets and like if your deck is just like not particularly strong and like putting a lot of pressure on your opponent, having like the continuous floodgate uh tends to be a lot better. But I think this one, I don't like looking at it like a Floodgate. This is more of a D-Shifter-esque sort of card. It's, where, dark um, it's just Dark Ruler no more. It, it, it feels like Shifter to me. Um, but to, I don't know, to what respect. Like, obviously you can draw this as your sixth card, and I feel like it does have a lot more utility than Shifter. Like, Dark Ruler maybe, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel like... Like, in the decks that you're playing it in, it, it just feels like an additional copy of Shifter going first and like going second. It's just like weighing whether or not this is good enough like to be in your deck uh, game one, right? Like if you're playing an ignorant deck, like maybe not. You're not putting a lot of pressure, but maybe in like cash tier, you can justify playing three in your main deck and it'll do something. But I, I think like the, the planet plus shuffler interaction is like a big thing for a card like Necro Valley. That's like something that I think a lot of people sort of neglect, where it's like you can activate Necro Valley into a tier board, it'll get you there sometimes. But if they have Shuffler and Field Spell and they, you know, the whole World Alliance is kind of annoying. So I'm going to say something outrageous that the people aren't going to be ready for. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hear me out. Let's say, okay, before I get into this, I'm going to say from design perspective, what I do like about it, only activatable at start of main phase one. So you can't mm -hmm. play your whole turn and then slam it down and be like, no grave for you, haha. Like, no. It's it's yeah, yeah. it's a symmetrical effect. I like that. It has to be at the start of your main phase one. Uh, also means you can't get it off of thrust and you can't get it off prosperity and you can't draw it off desires and whatever, whatever, you know, whatever. So it's worse in those types of decks. Um, anyways, so cool design perspective. I, I, I wish, I hope they make cards like this more in the future, honestly. Or rather, mm -hmm. if they make cards with effects similar to this, I hope they slap the at the start of main phase one restriction. I wish they would put the at start of main phase one restriction on more cards because I think what's a really problematic about a lot of cards that like have restrictions in air quotes, it's like you can only do blank after this. Well, you just played as your last card, yeah. and then no one cares, right? It's like anyways. Well, it's, it's like in decks that would be playing this, it's very likely they do have cards like prosperity and like potentially part of duality and stuff like that where it just becomes a problem if you don't have that blanket right you, you yes. just have like not like you're able to see the top nine cards of your deck and it's like yeah. ugh, what i'm I saying guess. is like imagine like, imagine card. playing tier and you just do your whole turn one in the tier mirror and then just activate this mm. <laughs> and you're just like haha now you can't use a grave on your turn it's like yeah. great you know like great um but uh anyway well so, i mean don't they already do that the, i mean a best dweller yeah which uh, i mean <laughs> yeah. yes but now you don't even now you can just do make something else now you can make baguska and then activate this and then they have to pass and then you kill them guaranteed mm -hmm. every time you know so anyways um the take that i think the people and i are not ready for imagine imagine a world two elements everywhere very similar to the world that we live in right now however mm -hmm. you the brave soul side this in going second in the relevant mirror and at the beginning of your main phase one, you apply one of the following effects. And the effect that you choose is neither player can banish cards from the graveyard. Mm -hmm. And now your opponent has cannot bishel you. They cannot use the Ashizu shufflers to stop you. Um, you've presumably already bishled them. 
because you probably going second would have Bishels in your deck along with, with this. So there's no conflicting aspect for you as far as Bishels and this go, because if you had Bishels, you have used them already. And now you just say no banish, and then they have far fewer ways to interact with what you're doing. And then you look at their field and there's an Abyss Dweller looking at you and you go, it was a nice try. And then you concede. But, mm. you know, think about it. In a world where Abyss Dweller is banned and nothing else is different. In a I world very similar to our own I'll, world, except Abyss Dweller is banned. <laughs> I'll think about that all night as I lay in bed trying to fall asleep. What? <laughs> what I just Have said? I, <laughs> yes, yep. That's exactly what I'll do. I would be furious. <laughs> what? You'd be furious about what? I, I would be furious if my opponent did that to me. I mean, I feel like it's not even... Like, if they didn't summon Dweller, that might actually just be good. Like, if they didn't summon Dweller, and you just go activate, no banish, and they, and they look at their Bishel in their hand, and their Shufflers in Grave, and you just kill them. Like, that literally might just happen. So, something to think about. I bet that's not what they anticipated when they made this card, though. But, you know. Alright, that's all I got on this, though. My stupid application of it in the tier mirror that nobody <laughs> should probably use. Um, yeah, so that should cover Frodo Hypernova forever. Um, last I thing I, I want to mention: Choju of the Trillion Hands. Imagine a Drytron deck where you tribute summon a Ben Ten, or you tribute Ben Ten and tribute summon this, and then you add a Ritual Monster and a Ritual Spell from your deck to your hand, and Ben Ten searches something, and this card's level six, so it makes it Beatrice. Oh lord! Instead of just doing a, a Fiend for some reason you would do this instead, all for the sake of combo. I don't know why you would do that, but it's an option. So. I would much rather normal summon Gale Dogro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or this, because it's new. Keep up. All right. It's a new card. <laughs> Point of view, uh, Manju has not been in my deck. Point of view, I could just summon Diviner. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, you could summon, obviously you could summon Diviner. I'm just saying. This triggers Ben 10 and it's level... The Diviner's already level 6, huh? Damn it. What if there's some, like, ignorant Monarch-style deck with this, then you Stormfall with your opponent's monster, summon this, and then add 2, and then do something? Yeah, uh, and, then, and then summon... This actually... King of summoning summoning yeah. this, you can actually just search Herald of Perfection and Dawn of the Herald. And it's level I 6. Mean, yeah. And then it adds itself back to <laughs> so the Fairy also. Do you know what else does that? Pre-prep. Everything. Anyway. Everything does that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every card ever does that. Anyways, okay, that's all. This was fun. This was this was this was really long. Um, I'm gonna probably name this like the Foth and Hypernova super episode. Please don't ever ask us about these cards ever again. Because any yeah. opinion we, we had on Foth and Hypernova last week and now we're balancing it out. Yeah. This week. Any, any opinion we could possibly have on Foth and Hypernova is contained in this in this in this recording. If we didn't talk about a card, we have no opinion of it. <laughs> I promise. Okay. That is all. For any, listening. Any, any any last yeah, thank you for listening. This has been a crazy one. Um any last words? That sounded really no. no, Any no, closing thoughts? Word. Not last words. Last words. And I'm last. going to bed. Okay. I'm old. I understand. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully we'll be back with, uh, you know, some, maybe a ban list soon. Maybe the, the YSS is coming up. We're going to talk about something. But, you know, we're all good. Photon Hyper Photo Hyper Nova is covered. Podcast. IRL podcast when? Yeah. Maybe. All right. See you next week. <laughs>